This is Wellbeing Well Said, the podcast with me, Sarah Maloof. Join me as I chat with fitness gurus, business owners, wellness experts, and other inspiring individuals as together we dive into what it means to live well. Hello and welcome to the show. Today I am sitting down with Cindy Poise. She is the CEO and founder of a brand that I have recently found and grown to love, and that is Supernola. So I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. You might have seen that earlier this summer I picked up Supernola as a healthy granola snack at my local Walgreens, fell in love with it, have repurchased multiple times. They sent me some flavors I had not yet tried, and y'all, this snack is not only delicious, but it's satisfying, and it's full of clean ingredients. I don't know if you guys are used to reading labels on many granolas that you can buy at the grocery store, but most of them are filled with so much sugar, so much junk, and what I love about Supernola is that the ingredients are so clean, but the flavor is still fully there, so... A little bit about Cindy, what started as her secret snack turned into her passion. She was sick of either having to sacrifice her health or flavor when snacking. Like I said, it's typically one or the other. She needed an anytime, anywhere snack that gave her long-lasting energy and was actually delicious. It took years of testing, research, and obsessing until her secret snack quickly became everyone's favorite snack. With a fast-paced career in finance, Supernola went from hobby to full-time mission when Cindy's father was diagnosed with ALS and her purpose became clear. Since then, she's committed her life to creating truly good-for-you food that tastes delicious without compromise. Not only is she young and beautiful, it's just amazing to see like how much she's grown and scaled this business in such a short period of time because, like I said, she is so young in the grand scheme of things. But my favorite thing about this conversation with Cindy is that we talk a lot about finding joy through the journey. And it's so easy in any industry to look to your left and your right and compare your success and your growth and your day-to-day with someone else's. But what makes Cindy stand out and what makes her brand stand out is that she truly, genuinely loves what she does. She loves this product. She loves that the consumer can easily access this product and feel healthier and live in a better, live a healthier and better life. So I'll quit rambling now. Thank you, Cindy, for being here. Y'all, please go try Supernola. You can get it at Walgreens, Rite Aid, many different retailers, and you can also order online. I have tagged the website and the Instagram both in the show notes. Thank you, Cindy. And y'all, I can't wait to hear what you think about your newfound favorite snack. Okay. Well, I am sitting here today with Cindy Poise, the CEO and founder of Supernola. If you follow me on Instagram, or if you've seen my stories over the last few weeks, you know, this is a product I love. The packaging says is a chewy cluster of tree nut seeds and antioxidant packed superfoods. It's so delicious. I'll eat it plain by itself as a snack. I like putting it over a smoothie or yogurt or chia seed pudding. And before we get into the brand and the product itself, Cindy, I, this is my first time meeting you. So I'd love it if you'd kind of introduce yourself to me and to the listeners, tell us who you are and what led you to starting this business. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Sarah. I'm excited. Um, so I used to work in finance, actually I did investment banking. Um, and while I was doing that, I had health issues growing up, but then it all kind of came to a head when I got a really serious job in banking. And first day on the job, my boss yelled at somebody for taking a sick day. And Mm. I was, always, always sick before that. I was always battling something. My immune system was just really weak all the time. 
So I decided to really take my health seriously. Otherwise, I would lose my job um, and focused on, you know, what I could control, which was what I was eating. And then I started to notice patterns and I realized, oh, when I eat these things, I feel this way. And, you know, it kind of just perpetuated from there. So I did an elimination diet, figured out what my body likes and what it doesn't like and really focused on listening to what it's telling me. Um, and then just totally transformed my life after that. So I kind of had my aha moment one day when I cut all those foods that I noticed weren't bad. And then I felt like I had so much energy. I didn't have any brain fog. I just felt like I was a different person all of a sudden. Um, so with that, I had to change the way I was eating. I'm Italian, so I loved bread, cheese, and pasta. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly <laughs> what my body hates. <laughs> so I had to figure out new way of snacking. Um, and I was, you know, either chained to my desk for hours a day or I was traveling crazy hours. So I needed an anytime, anywhere snack that I could have, you know, morning, afternoon, evening, but really energized me and made me feel satiated. I say that word a lot because it really describes what Supernola is to me. Mm -hmm. um, but that was my goal with it. I didn't want to feel like I had to reach for something else after. So I didn't want to feel like, oh, now I need something salty or now I need something sweet. I wanted to feel really fulfilled with one snack so that I didn't have to worry about it. You know, I was so busy and, you know, still even now busier, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I needed that just go-to snack. I could trust, count on, know that I can eat it. I'll be energized. It's all good stuff going in. So I feel good and it tastes really good. So I want to eat it and I don't want to get tempted by something else. And then it was really... I mean, two and a half years of formulating it for myself without any vision of a company and what we are today now. Um, but then I started sharing it with people when I moved to LA and got such great feedback from people, which was amazing. And then they encouraged me to start selling it. So I went to a farmer's markets and then I heard, you know, really wide feedback from a bunch of different people from all different backgrounds, all different ages and demographics about the different reasons why they loved Supernola too. And that's what really convinced me to start selling it. Um, at the same time, my dad was diagnosed with ALS and I'm from Pennsylvania. I was in LA. So I really wanted something to help me get home and everything kind of just mm -hmm. aligned together. It's funny how the universe works that way, mm -hmm. uh, but everything just aligned and made me see, you know, Supernola is what I'm really passionate about. I'm really passionate about healthy food. That's truly good for you and tastes great. Um, and, you know, health and wellness. And I transitioned out of banking. I started Supernola full time. I moved back home and got to spend really valuable time with my dad. And then it's really exploded from there. Wow. Wow. What an amazing story. I'm going to kind of, I'm going to pick it apart a little bit and ask you some questions. <laughs> so back to when you were first, you said formulating this on your own, was this just amidst your own health journey? You started saying, oh, well, I like these nuts and seeds and these foods. Let me put them together and see what it tastes like. And you weren't really, you know, necessarily creating anything you were just grabbing things that you like and mixing them or were you intentionally making something that you knew was going to be something else yeah it started out just like you said just oh, yeah. nuts and seeds oh let me throw this in there oh I found some goji berries let me throw this in there uh, but then I started to look into superfoods and different foods from different cultures that have different healing properties or high levels of antioxidants and I remember the first time I found maca I was like, oh, it's stress busting. I need that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I threw a ton of maca in there. Um, just, you know, I got obsessed with learning about different ingredients and things that I hadn't heard of before mm. and different, you know, ancient cultures were using maca for years, well, for centuries, really, for different things. And so I was like, oh, well, 
I need that too. Let me throw that in there. So it really just became, you know, how great can I make this snack for myself because I need everything I can get, you know, it was just a product of working like crazy and being a workaholic. (laughs) And you said you went to LA and that's when you expanded and were you just offering it to your friends? And they were like, Hey, this actually tastes really good. At what point in your brain did it click like, Hmm, we could be onto something here. Uh, when somebody thought it was so good that I needed to sell it. Did you immediately, you were like, okay, cool. Cause I know I've heard of a lot of people being like, you're crazy. This is not a thing. Or in your mind, did you have something like an intuition telling you this was what you needed to do? Yeah. I said no about 10 times. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because I hated the name Supernola. I was like, that is so horrible. I'm never doing that. (laughs) And now it's, you know, it's like Cindy from Supernola. That's who I am. Um, Yeah. I didn't want to do it. Food really scared me to be honest. And I, I did energy banking before. So I covered like power companies, like totally different world. I knew nothing about the industry but then my passion just kind of took over and I realized one day that, oh, I was already doing everything myself. So, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of just hopped in without realizing it. And then I, I just kept hopping in a little further. <laughs> you said food really scared you. I think that's interesting. And I'm, you know, we can get a little bit more into exactly what you meant by that. But I think that right now in this day and age with all the access we have to social media and a million different opinions and Dr. A says this and Dr. B says that we can all get honestly like afraid. I know that from on my personal journey, when I was really struggling my most with bloat and stomach pain and things like that. And I was looking through all these food allergies and different things that could be what it really came down to at the end of the day is I was so anxious just with my outside surroundings. And then in turn with what I was going to eat, because I was so afraid that whatever I was going to eat was going to make my stomach hurt that I was actually making the problem worse by this food mm-hmm. fear, this fear of food. And, and it wasn't an intentional, you know, disordered eating or anything like that it didn't have to do with the calories. I just didn't want to feel bad. So can you tell us more about what exactly goes into your product that can guarantee, unless again, we're not going to speak to everyone because some people might have a nut allergy or, you know, what, what have you, but for the overall most part, what about your food makes it different to where it's going to make you feel good and satisfied and energized and not bloated and drowsy. And, you know, some things that other granola brands might make you feel. Yeah. So I really focused on anti-inflammatory foods and anti-inflammatory ingredients Um, And even down to the processing. So if we have whole nuts, we sprout them. If they're ground up a bit in our chewy flavors where the nuts are all ground up pretty small, then they're not sprouted, but we dehydrate everything. So it, it kind of, it was all about, you know, how does your body digest things? And I did a lot of research on how your body can digest these different things and how you can process them a little bit differently by grinding them up smaller or something like that, or sprouting them to make your body be able to absorb the nutrients to, you know, reduce any bloating and everything like that, because I suffered with a lot of bloating as well. Mm-hmm. And I know so many people do. Um, and so I did just a ton of research about that. You know, can I put something else in there that has this property to help combat this from this ingredient, different little things like that. I did a lot of research on, um, and you know, it wasn't even exact research, but it was kind of like what you said, you just look at a bunch of different resources. I've read a lot of different medical journal articles. I took a nutrition science course, just did a bunch of things to just 
double check and it was really just for myself um, but it even comes down to like the types of ingredients so we use a specific kind of cinnamon because of the special properties of that versus a normal cinnamon that you get in the grocery store we just use you know i really focused on what's the best ingredient what's the best version of this ingredient that i can get so that it's the best for my own body and now it's the best for everyone else's too that's amazing so how did you do all this. So, I mean, you're clearly very smart, but your background is that you're not a doctor or, you know, you weren't in the food industry before. So without sounding offensive, what credibility did you have going to people and saying, Hey, let's actually manufacture this and make it a business. Yeah, I had none. Um, (laughs) How did you get off the ground? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny. Even today. I mean, we, so we're a manufacturer ourselves. We own our manufacturing facility that I'm here right now. Um, and even today I tell people, I'll be the first to say, I don't know what I'm doing, but I learn fast and I listen to people who are smarter than me. And I think that's the key is that, you know, if I meet somebody and I'm like, you are a food scientist, you are very smart. I can tell, you know, you've been published in all these places. Then I, you know, I'm like, I'm going to listen to you and absorb everything I can get from you. So since I started in the industry, I've been able to meet a lot of amazing people and a lot of very smart people and use them as resources to learn from them and take what I can from them to, you know, create this business into what it is today. And I'm not saying I've gotten that far because we have a long way to go, but I've, you know, I've gotten pretty far considering I, I don't know anything. So <laughs> just always absorbing from people who are smarter than me, who have the experience. That was the first thing I did was get a business partner who had industry experience because I realized, you know, I don't know anyone. I don't know how this industry works. I know how to make this product and that's about it. So mm. learning marketing and learning manufacturing, you know, learning about equipment and food regulations and FDA and, you know, we're certified organic as well. So that adds another layer on top of it and gluten-free and it's just, it's been a lot of learning, um, but it's nice to see how willing people are to help in this industry, mm-hmm. especially if you can admit that you don't know what you're doing and you want to learn from them, then people kind of genuinely want to help. So that that's been a great positive, a lot different from my old industry. <laughs> yeah. It sounds For like sure. it. It sounds like it. So on that same note, how did you have the access or where did you first find the access to these things? Like you mentioned, the cinnamon It's not just the off the shelf cinnamon. It's something that's different. That's going to absorb and digest better. And, you know, everything you were mentioning, as far as your ingredient list, who, where does that come from? Is that like, how did you get those ingredients into your manufacturing facility? Yeah, it's, it's been very hard to find some things, especially now with the how, you know, COVID's impacted the global supply chain. It's very hard. So I have to pay attention a lot to yeah. finding people who have these ingredients. Now, I have one person who makes one ingredient for me, and it is so important. So relationships have been so key to that. But it's, I've just, you know, put it out there in the universe, told people, you know, do you know anyone who does this? Do you know anyone who has this? And somehow I found them. So um, I'm a big fan of relationships with people (laughs) so Mm -hmm. that, you know, I will help anyone any day and I hope that they would do the same for me. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about you. You clearly have this abundance mindset. I mean, you're everything. People say the proof is in the pudding. Clearly what you're doing is working. You feel good. You're, You're selling this, you're manufacturing, you've got your product in stores all over the country. Is it all over the country or all over the world? All over the country, not the world yet. Yeah, next, (laughs) that's next. But a lot of people, I think, want to play it safe. And so, I mean, I can even speak to myself. There's been times where 
I could so easily get in my head and say, well, I don't have this experience and I don't really know what I'm doing. And I'm not a doctor and I haven't, I don't have this food science background. So what role did mindset and I guess just determination, what did it play when getting off the ground and what does it play in your day-to-day career? Yeah, I think it was kind of, well, actually ever since the beginning, it was like, well, this is, you know, at the beginning it was like, well, this is what I need to do to be able to spend time with my dad. And that kind of kickstarted it. And then it became, well, now this is all I have. You know, I don't have an income. I could fall back on what I used to do, but this is what I really want to do. And then it became more of a, this is what I know I'm supposed to do in life. And, you know, no matter how much I work now, I'm still so happy. And, you know, knowing that what I'm doing is making a difference and having the vision that I have for the company and for the products and for how it's going to impact people's lives positively that's what drives me every day, even though, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. It's very scary. You know, I put everything I have into this company, but that's kind of the point. I put everything I had, there's no other option, but to make it succeed and to do it the way that I want to do it, which I believe is the right way, you know, Mm -hmm. not taking shortcuts on ingredients, not taking shortcuts on processing. You know, we do a lot of things that take a lot more time, like dehydration takes a lot more time and energy and effort and a lot of knowledge too and expertise and the ingredients that we have it's very difficult to find them but they're the best ingredients and that's what makes supernola so super at the end of the day and what makes me want to do it even more and to grow it even more and to have people try it and you know have it aid to their lives like it's aided to mine so yeah it's just kind of like everybody here knows we'll figure it out. We don't know how, but we'll figure it out. And that's kind of the mantra. It's, you know, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we'll figure it out. So, wow. Yeah. Do you have any habits or routines that keep you grounded and focused and moving forward? I know you're clearly wearing a lot of hats with your business. Do you have something that you do every day? Like when you wake up in the morning, is it a specific, specific routine from the time your feet hit the ground or is every day different? Like, tell us that. I wish I had a routine. <laughs> Every day is different. Sometimes, you know, sometimes there's a fire to put out as soon as I look at my phone. Um, but every day at 8am, I have a little calendar reminder that says gratitude. And that's all it says. So no matter what I'm doing, I take a moment's pause, even if it's literally just a second, and think about something that I'm grateful for. And, you know, nine times out of 10, it's either related to Supernola or my dog, <laughs> or my family, and the people around supporting me. Um, but it's always, you know, it's that little thing that helps keep me centered no matter what every day, because Mm -hmm. it gets pretty, pretty crazy. I mean, I never thought I'd own a manufacturing company one day, but here we are. So just practicing that one little second of gratitude helps keep me centered and focused and reminds me, you know, what I'm here to do. Mm, Wow. I love that. So you are in Walgreens, which is huge. I, that's where I first found your product before we connected What was it like getting into such, you know, an iconic store that's, I mean, literally one on every corner, right? That's what they say. So how, how did you get from, you know, giving it to your friends in LA? Eventually, I know you said you came back home, you had this manufacturing, you obviously have big goals, but that is, that's huge. Congratulations. First of all, second of all, like, what was that like? Did you reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? I have no idea how that process works. Yeah. Well, thank you. It is huge. <laughs> and it's funny when you tell someone and they're like, oh, cool. And I'm like, do you understand <laughs> how big that is? <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Um, well, we met them at a show and it was just really random. Um, and then it was, I was writing it in my phone. I, well, I call it my journal, but it's really just a note in my phone. Um, and I was writing in it for, I think like a year and a half until COVID hit. And then it got too, too crazy. Um, of just like daily crazy things that would happen. And I'd write it down in my journal. And so I wrote down in my journal from the time that we started talking to Walgreens until the time that we fulfilled the order. And I can't wait to publish that one day because then you'll really see how crazy it was and how many miracles we had to pull to make that happen. It was just like, it was one thing after another. But after that happened, now I'm like, huh, I can do anything. You know, I got that to happen when frankly, we were very small at the time. And Walgreens really put us on the map. Strategically, it was great because it gave us such visibility. And our goal always was to get into more mainstream retailers because we didn't want this to be seen as just, you know, a healthy person or a health food fanatic snack. It's really approachable because of a bunch of different reasons, but we wanted it to be something that was accessible for everybody so that everybody could see that truly healthy food can taste good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, it's just that one little changing people's minds about that one little thing can open their horizons to, oh, well, that tasted good. What about this? You know, what if we make this other healthy step over here? And just getting people to, you know, progress towards a more healthier life. So for me, having Walgreens as a retailer, I mean, like you said, there's one on, you know, almost every corner in, in every town. It's, that means that I'm getting access to those people all across the US. So for me, it was very important because now these people can find a really healthy snack at Walgreens and they never have to compromise for something else like I did before I made Supernola. Um, so that kind of just drove me, you know, I was whatever it takes. I pulled a lot of all nighters <laughs> <laughs> to make it happen. And sadly, it was over Christmas and New Year's and I was here instead of spending time with my family, but uh, we got it done and it was just, you know, they've been a great partner ever since then. Um, they really believe in Supernola, which is great to have a buyer tell you how much he believes in your brand. It's huge. And then it, you know, it's just been kind of self-fulfilling then mm. um, to yeah. seeing the amount of units that we sell through Walgreens is, you know, it's, it's not really about the sales and the numbers for me. It's, it's more about, you know, what that means for those people, mm. you know, they get to get supernola, they get to have it. They're not forced to reach for something that's going to make them feel sick and bloated when they're traveling or out on vacation or just need something really quick. Cause they're so busy. Mm -hmm. You know, I completely understand all of that. And that's why it makes me happy to see supernola there. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. It's like, you're so hungry and you're popping into a drugstore or whatever you're on the road. And it's like, well, this isn't going to be great, but I mean, it's better than that Milky way or Snickers. You know, I've done that all the yeah. time. I do that all the time. And so it's nice to know that this is so accessible. When was that, that you got into Walgreens what year? And then what other, was it just this past holiday season? It was February, 2020. Oh, okay. Wow. And then what other so, stores are you in? Um, so we'll be in a bunch of different stores, some health food stores, um, some of your mainstream stores, but not everywhere yet. We have a long way to go. <laughs> uh, we'll be launching in Costco in the LA region here in at the end of September. Wow. Um, so we're really excited for that. That'll be our first foray into Costco. Wow. And then we'll be launching in the Midwest region in January. Um, so as long as we do well, we'll be in a lot more Costco's around the country. So fingers crossed. 
And if you see us in stores, please pick us up. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Let's talk more about the flavors. What flavors do you have? And do you have a favorite and, or a favorite way of eating supernola? I know how I yeah. eat it. Like I already told you over chia seed pudding is my personal favorite, but I eat it many ways. And I think that I like this the one I have right in front of me. That is the triple berry vanilla. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a bestseller. Um, so we have the triple berry vanilla. We have the banana nut crunch and the dark chocolate nut crunch, which are our two crunchy ones. And then we have pineapple ginger fusion, which is pineapple, ginger, and turmeric really I created that one to be like an anti-inflammatory powerhouse snack. Um, and then dragon fruit lemon zest, which is super citrusy and refreshing. It's the perfect summer snack. And then my favorite is the honey sweet goji. Um, mm. It was actually my first one, but it has cinnamon, nutmeg, all your holiday spices. It's really warm um, and just everything I love in one snack. And I, I love it by itself, but I love it with vanilla yogurt, to be honest. <laughs> So we, we tell everyone that supernola is so versatile because it is, you know, like you said in the beginning, you can eat it as a snack on its own. Anytime you can eat it with yogurt, you can eat it with milk, even with chia seed pudding on top of ice cream. I mean, I've baked so much with it, but I love cinnamon. So that one's my favorite. Yeah. That sounds so good. So where do you see the product and the brand going? Do you plan to have new flavors or new products altogether as an expansion of the brand? What what does the future of Supernola look like? We're definitely going to expand. I have a lot of other products in my mind that I want to create, but all along the same mentality of being super clean, super flavor forward, um, all created using dehydration so that we maintain all those nutrients in there and, you know, don't kill them off with high heat. Um, So new flavors. Yes some really good ones. Chocolate's always a bestseller. So there's going to be some more chocolate in the future. Um, you know, different kinds of snacks too. Um, so, you know, not just, uh, an on the go snack pack of clusters like we have, but different forms and different things. Everything we do is all about nuts, seeds, superfoods, and real fruits. So it's all going to be with that kind of, kind of framework really, but I'll, I'll get a little creative. That's my favorite thing to do. So I like doing that most. Unfortunately, I don't get that much time to do it now, but um, we'll have some exciting things coming up towards next year for sure. That's amazing. And you are so beautiful and clearly young. So for people who can't see you and they're just listening right now, how do you mind saying how old you are and how old you were when you started this business? (laughs) I'm turning 32 next week. (laughs) No, that is young. And so how old were you when you first went, dove into this as a business? Um, I, well, I went into it by myself. I think I was, I was 26 and then I moved to Milwaukee where we started our manufacturing facility here. I was 29. So that was really when we got started. Yeah. So that's amazing. And you're, I mean, that's the age range, mostly women who are in their late twenties into their thirties. I'm 30, listen to this show and follow me on Instagram. So if someone has an idea or a passion or a mission, maybe they're not even exactly sure what that business or passion will end up looking like, or what it, what they even want it to look like, but someone with a dream who feels maybe young and like, they don't have the resources or the means, what is something that you would say to that person, that inspiring businesswoman or creator? I always suggest just talking to people and kind of putting it out there to the universe, you know, telling people, Oh, I'm thinking about starting this and just 
you know, thinking about it. Um, I'm never a fan of just jumping into something because there's so many things that can go wrong. And unless you can really have that all out, you know, I'm going to make this happen no matter what kind of mentality it, you know, there's so many things I mean, every day with it still, like there's so many things in your way and so many obstacles to overcome. So you have to just be a professional problem solver, but know that what you want to do is really what you want to do. I think that's the key. You know, if I only wanted to do this a little bit, then it would not be where it is today. But because I have, you know, every day my goals are bigger and my vision is bigger and, you know, I get more committed to, you know, where I want to take Supernola. And I just, if, you know, if you're not a hundred percent committed, I don't, I don't know where I'd be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little too committed. Maybe that, maybe that's the reply. <laughs> no, it sounds like you're such a visionary and it also sounds like you have a gift of manifesting what you see in your mind and like what your dream, making your dreams become a reality. How, how did you get so laser focused and clear from, you know, going from we've talked, I know about the product itself was good. It was tasteful and you could share that with your friends and everything, but like still just from going from such one extreme to another, when it comes to actually knowing exactly what kind of career and life you want and knowing like, okay, this is it. I'm all in. Like, I guess my question, I'm kind of rambling here is, but where someone, if someone listening has like a lot of things they like, or maybe they don't really know where their passions lie or what their strengths even are. Like, what would you recommend for someone to get so focused that their work doesn't even feel like work or that their hobbies, you know, that are, they're finding joy in every single day life by like putting out their passions into their purpose. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. I think the one big thing is through all of this, I've learned that it's about the journey, you know, it's not about the destination. So maybe it's not about you actually doing, you know, the one thing that you want to do. Maybe it's about the journey and the process to get there and how it changes you as a person and how you're impacting people's lives positively throughout the journey to get to that destination. Um, that's really one thing that I've realized, you know, life's no, life's not about the destination. Other, you know, otherwise we all die. <laughs> so it's, it's all about the journey and you have to find joy in every day and whatever you're doing. And for me, that's why practicing gratitude daily really helps because it reminds me that, oh yeah, I'm, I'm here to enjoy today and to enjoy the things that I have and not think about the things that I don't have and enjoy what I'm doing, no matter what it is, you know, I'll be here on the packaging line. I'll be in production. I was just in the warehouse moving pallets and getting deliveries in and I'm all sweaty. Good thing you can't smell me. (laughs) Um, But it's, you know, it's like, I have to find joy in doing that. Otherwise, I, you know, no matter what you're doing, you're never going to be happy, you know, just because I'm doing what I want to do with, you know, sharing healthy foods with everybody that I can, that's what I want to do. But it's, you know, it means some really mundane, not fun things, really hard days, sleepless nights, blood, sweat, and tears. So I have to find joy in that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not just about, oh, I want to sell my company in five years, you know, and I hate, I hate talking to entrepreneurs about that because it's like, well, how do you get there? Are you going to enjoy getting there? Are you just going to get there and then feel empty at the end? Like, oh, that was my goal. I did it. Now what? Mm -hmm. You know, that was one of the things I, the big things that I've learned in life is just a different kind of mentality. It's, it's about the journey 
to get there. It's not about the destination. Mm, That was beautifully said. Thank you so much for that. So this is how I, on that same note, how I wrap every episode is by asking my guests, and I'm so curious to know how you're going to respond, but Cindy, in your own words, what does it mean to live well? I will actually say kind of what I just said (laughs) to enjoy the journey in life. You know, that's what living well means. If you're happy and you're feeling good, that means you're healthy, um, doing the best you can to be happy and healthy. Then it's just all about the journey in life and making sure that you're enjoying it every step of the way, which it's easier said than done some days. And I love this reminder. I love the reminder just to be present. And every day mm-hmm. is a gift. I love it. Thank you so much. Now you have to plug yourself. We already know you can find Supernola and Walgreens. Where else can you find like, you know, your website, your Instagrams, plug yourself here. Yeah. So you can find Supernola at Walgreens, uh, Rite Aid, um, and about 2,500 other retailers across the U.S. soon, some Costco's. So definitely check out our store locator on our website, eatsupernola.com. You can also buy us online there. You can find us on Amazon and a bunch of other online retailers as well. And follow us on social media. It's at Eat Supernola. Um, And we're full of, you know, our blog has recipes that you can use Supernola in. Uh, We have an on-staff dietitian. So she's always giving healthy eating tips and healthy lifestyle tips and different blog posts. So please interact with us, ask questions, um, try our products too. Um, and let us know how you like to eat Supernola best. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm eyeing this snack I have on my desk right now, and it's definitely going to be eaten before dinner. So I'm so happy I have this, <laughs> this snack here on hand. It really is delicious. Y'all you have to try it. Like I said, my favorite flavor is the triple berry vanilla there at Walgreens. I know for a fact here in the greater Jackson area, if that's where you are and yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wellbeing Well Said, the podcast. If you liked what you heard and you would like to support me, it would mean so much if you would subscribe to the show, rate and review, and spread the word. Tell your friends, tag me on Instagram, all the things that really does help me grow and helps me create more content that I can put out for you all.